All right. The next group we are going to be talking about is the Wallace group. So the Wallace group has one seed Huntington Beach, two seed Blacksburg, three seed Phoenix, and four seed Hershey. Although I don't think that that's how it's going to play out. What are we talking about, Wallace? What's what? What you talking about, Wallace? Nice. Nailed it. Um, Wichita's name is still the best name in League 31, in my opinion. Oh, I think the second best, usually. You think second best? I usually have said that on this podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind yours? Yes. Yeah. Or the Washington basketball team. That's also a great one. Good. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and jump into the uh, one seed Huntington Beach. So Huntington Beach graduated the 2251 class, uh, brought in the 5358 class, and then they finished last season as the number four overall team and coming to the season ranked 26th. Uh, so it seems like lost a little bit, but. Um, not enough to like really be devastating, but what do you see here with uh, Huntington Beach? Yeah, and first I'm just going to shout out uh, Coach here. Um, he's a good friend of mine, uh, coaches youth basketball with me. Um, oh, nice. An elder at my church. Uh, I feel like I have said relatively new to the game, but he's really not anymore. He's several seasons in, coming off two, two straight Sweet 16s in the NTT. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Just had a, a pretty great run here, so. That's um, awesome. How do you say his coach name? Do you know? It's Rec- I'll give you the key here. Okay. His name is his first name starts with the letter C and his last okay. name is Spencer. Oh, C Spencer backwards. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry if that uh if that gives away your identity, Spencer. <laughs> yeah. I just like reading it as Recknips, even <laughs> though it's not. It's Recknips, but it's like, oh yeah, like what you see in the in the uh, locker room, rec nips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, <laughs> transitioning. <laughs> um, man. So yeah, he, uh, he, he lost a couple forwards um, and uh, didn't really replace that height. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Did not six, three, six, three, six, six. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's got some guys to move around and could potentially bump up. Um I think, uh, you know, Tristan Stewart and Giovanni Fisher um, looks like they both played some meaningful minutes last year. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, Davey and Branch, who m- maybe is a Branch Davidian, is the most productive bench guy that they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so not somebody that's in the starting rotation, but you look at these freshmen coming in and can one of these 6'3 guys or, you know, Blade Hooper is a which great name, Blade Hooper. Um, <laughs> But Blade Hooper's a 6'6 guy that played center in high school. Um, where is he going to fall? Mm-hmm. Is he going to fill that backup start, uh, backup small forward position, um, you know, at 6'6? He was nine points, nine rebounds, almost two blocks in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, at the point guard position, uh, Parmenter last year um, had 3.3 assists, 2.9 turnovers. Right. Michael Lawrence, who they brought in, played shooting guard in high school, but 3.4 assists, 1.6 turnovers. So I don't know if that's any competition. Um, what was the class ranking again here? Yeah, 53-58. So not a big disparity. Um, yeah, I, to be honest with you, I'm a little surprised this class is ranked that highly. When you look so, at their offensive numbers, especially. Right, right. I remember Rafael Titus. Um, I remember I flagged him before the season because he was like he was scouted like plus seven or plus eight or something but he ended up being fair minus for us and then as you can see he wasn't hyper productive in high school but sometimes those guys I mean he was a power forward 
So maybe he was like his attributes are actually really good, and he was hidden behind that because um, he was his plus minus in high school was also minus seven point eight. So he was on a terrible team. So I'm just wondering if um, he's actually a little bit better than these stats. Got it. Um, yeah, but I mean, they're still not. He can't be that good with these stats, right? Um, I said like he didn't lose a lot here, but I actually think he lost a lot more than I realized when I said that. I was just looking at class rankings. Um, I, wa- I think I've suggested this before, thought about this, but I, I do wonder why he's not starting Tristan Stewart. Um, I mean, the guy was the most, he was, he had the highest plus minus off of his bench was like a productive scorer, uh, six points per game on 58% true shooting. And then you look at his high school numbers and he was an absolute animal. I mean, uh, 2.7 assists, 3.2 blocks, a steal, 12 rebounds. I wonder if he could actually play that power forward position. Um, and, and I know coaches are like, well, then what am I going to do on my bench? I get a lot smaller, but I, I really don't worry about the bench. I've run a six, two guy backup power forward in league 31. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's the year I won the championship. And so <laughs> I, I just don't like everyone has a bad bench in league 31. Cause you, no one, no one except for like, uh, aforementioned Duluth is breaking every single tie. And so, um, that, that would be my suggestion, but obviously, uh, Recknips here has um, a, a lot better of an understanding of his own team. I, I won't stop. Um, all right, let's go ahead and jump into the next team. So we have the Blacksburg Bandits. So Blacksburg is coached by Coach Blue Sky uh, or Blues Blue Skies. Sorry, thirty-one. Uh, he graduated the twenty-eight seventeen class, hun- highlighted by uh, Hunter Prig, uh, absolute superstar, yeah. um, and brought in the two thirteen two thirty class. Um, so Coach Blue Sky posted on the board today said that uh, it seems like his auto recruiter didn't work or it got turned off somehow. And so he just didn't keep recruiting his maxes um, and didn't have anyone to fall back to him. Um, so that's real big bummer. He finished last year as the 22nd ranked team. I wonder if he just checked out at the end of last year, but um, still ended up doing pretty well. Uh, and then is now ranked 134th. So what do you see here with Blacksburg? Yeah, I just feel so sad for for a coach here with this class you brought in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's brutal. Um, mm-hmm. To lose what you lost uh, with, I mean, you mentioned Hunter, Hunter Prigg, but Derek White was a, was a baller. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we talked about this earlier, just the perfect complement to what Prigg brought right. on the offensive right. side. I mean, White is that glue big that you look for that can defend, yep. can pass, can rebound. Um and then their, you know, their guards and wings are just really productive. So mm-hmm. there's still a lot of talent on this team for sure. But um, I know it just it just kills you to bring in a group like this. Um, looking at these freshmen, I mean, Joshua Boyd has the best size at six eight, um, mm-hmm. and was also the most productive player offensively. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Yeah, I mean, fifty four percent true shooting and fifteen points. Um, you know, I think there's some minutes for him on this team. Right. Um, I don't, you know, their other guy, Nathan Staggs, a 6'1 point guard, over three turnovers a game. It's like, yeah, it's, that's hard to get yeah. you on the floor. Um, so there's still a nucleus on this team for sure, but they definitely didn't get any better, you know. Um, right. And I, this is, I alluded to it earlier where I said I think experience really helps you in the early season. Um, mm-hmm. But later season, as the freshmen and sophomores on every other team start to settle in and mature, 
when you have lesser freshmen on your team, it starts to show more. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, his guard guards are shirt up. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I do wonder if he's going to have to move green and Holmes down in order to like yep. field his five best players. Cause it seems as if Fierro is going to have to play the center. Um, I think the silver lining in his class is that Boyd and honestly, Peterson are not that bad. Like Peterson, Peterson is not a really good bad. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a five assist to turnover ratio. Um, and playing center seems- too. And so you put him at small right. forward and what do they do there? Right, exactly. And so um, I do think he has at least people who are playable from the bench, um, but looks like he's gonna, just going to get a lot smaller and I honestly think a lot worse. Um, so that's, that's a real bummer, Coach. Sorry. Um, all right, enough bad feelings. Let's move on to Phoenix. So Phoenix, Ottawa Traders, coached by Coach Jay Paul, uh, your conference mates. We've got uh, Phoenix losing the 93-101 class and bringing in the 120-172 class. Then they finished last year as the 107th ranked team uh, and start the year as the 166th ranked team. So what do you know? What do you see here with uh, Phoenix? Yeah, um, you mentioned conference mate of mine, um, friend of mine in real life as well. Uh, so shout out, Coach. Um, they they lost uh, – uh, they had a huge loss in Evan Amaya. Um, he mm-hmm. – in the last game of the season – Amaya became the all-time leading scorer uh, for Phoenix's program. Um, oh, that's awesome. So big deal for him. And, you know, obviously 24 points a game, they're losing at the shooting guard spot. Um, wasn't incredibly efficient, but, you know, there there were games that he would go for 35 or, or whatever. And so a really lethal guy. Um, right. The, the saving grace for Phoenix is they have some height on the bench. I think that's really helpful for them. Um, mm-hmm. because, you know, you look at the recruit rankings and even when you kind of look at how the guys in this team have performed throughout their careers, um, they're, they're pretty average. And I, I don't think coach would disagree mm-hmm. with me. there saying that it's like, he's, he, he would even have a sense of frustration of like, yeah, we have just mm-hmm. not been able to break through into the, um, NTT caliber type Level. programs. Um, you know, our, our recruits are consistently in the hundreds and guys are consistently decent mid-sized players who can score some, but aren't great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you see that even in, you know, they started a, a freshman point guard last year in Max Thomas, who 5.3 assists, which that's pretty great. You know, that's top mm-hmm. tw- 25% of the league probably, but three turnovers, um, and so it's it's just not a super consistent level of efficiency um, taking care of the ball. I do like this guy they're bringing in, Albert Battle. Um, it's mm-hmm. uh, He's probably their best player in this class, 19.7 and a half rebounds, um, a 6'5 guy that played power forward in high school. So um, we've talked about it a lot. It's always fun to see bigs transition to forward guards from high school to college where – they're forced to play the post on a high school team because six, five is, is huge on a lot of high school teams. Uh, and then mm-hmm. how does that translate? Well, it, it often means it's a good athlete or a smart guy that knows what he's doing and can get himself in the right position. Right. Right. Yeah. And honestly, you take away his three pointers um, and he, he's probably a good, good or even close to excellent shooter because those threes, I mean, he was 31% and yeah. Yeah. And so his, um, his shot percentage jumps up far above 50%. 
and so I think he could be a really good fit for their shooting guard position. Um, I do say I would say they lose a lot of defense with him in there. It looks like just one steal on point nine blocks per game. Um, but sometimes you don't have those options or opportunities at the power forward slot. So maybe he's a little bit better than I recognize. I also want to say um, I I am going to put out a petition to change Albert's last name to Butthead. Um, and I only say that because if you look at the the class that um, Phoenix brought in, they brought Gregory Scott. That's sure. That's fine. Albert Battle. And then this other guy named Joshua Beavis. Beavis yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. Yep. So you got Albert, Albert Battle, a.k.a. Butthead and Joshua Beavis, um, who's honestly fine. Um, yeah, I'm just just figured I'd throw it out there. Um, yeah, let's go and transition. Uh, so we have Hershey. <laughs> Uh, the Hershey Colts coach by coach Andrew Luck. Thanks for coming out retirement coach uh, had by far the best day of this group today. So he graduated the one twelve ninety 90 class and brought in the eight thirteen class uh, and then finished the year ranked 95th uh, and then comes into the season 48th. It's almost like he went from Philip rivers to Carson Wentz um, right here. So pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so what do you see here with uh, Hershey? Man, we have to start with with talking about Zach Whitmer. Um, yep. I know losing Logan Van is a big deal, um, and uh, I know they've got some guys coming back. That's great, um, but dude, this kid, uh, twenty points mm-hmm. in high school on fifty nine percent true shooting, six rebounds, almost five assists, one and a half steals, mm-hmm. one and a half blocks, um, yep. and he's six seven. Can put him. Re- really at any spot on the floor. Realistically, he's a two through mm-hmm. four. Um, mm-hmm. But whatever. So just he's going to have an incredible career in this league, I yep. think. Um, and uh, Hunter, I'm just going to call this guy Hunter. Um, there, there's six. Yeah. <laughs> <The whole> quest. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if he's going to be converted to a point guard. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it, looks, it like looks like, you know, both their starter and their backup point guard are seniors this year. And so who knows what Hunter does this season. Um, but I think in the future, he's going to be a guy that that plays the point for them. Um, mm-hmm. And the third guy on this team or the third guy in this class, Hammond, um, a six six shooting guard, 18 points, 55 percent true shooting. That's maybe uh that true shooting is maybe a little inflated by the by his free throws. He's only forty six percent from the field, but still a, a super right. solid player. Um, yep. Yeah, I think these guys probably have the most talented group coming into the year, um, and yep. I'm excited to see how their roster shakes out. Uh, you know, I said they are losing Logan Van, but the other thing they're bringing back is they're bringing back both their starting bigs. Um, so mm-hmm. Banda and Tomasello. Both were uh, close to double-digit rebounds. Um, they don't score in the post um, is the tendency of this team. So, you know, you got to lock them back. Mm-hmm. They brought a lot in is the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, which I think, honestly, is going to be huge for them because you look at Blacksburg, they lose their bigs and don't bring any back. Uh, Phoenix has was is, like, fairly weak at the big position. And then um, – Huntington Beach loses one of their bigs and doesn't bring anyone that's huge. I mean, he might put in Tristan Stewart, and then you've got a little bit of a good matchup there. Um, and so I think that that might be pretty important for them. This is a really young team. Um, 
Hershey is, and I, I think that they're going to have to rely on Whitmer quite a bit. He is the prototypical uh, small forward, mm-hmm. isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like more, almost one and a half steals and blocks, uh, efficient passer and a good score. Yeah, so he, I'm really, really excited to see yeah. what he can do. Um, with that being said, outside of Whitmer, uh, who are some players to watch for you in this group? Yeah, let me look back at it a little bit here. Um, who was the other freshman that got brought in? Um, I just switched screens, so it's got to be from Phoenix, right? Well, we talked about yeah. Battle. Uh, Albert, yeah. Albert Battle. Yeah, yeah. He's he's probably the second best freshman. Yeah, and I think yeah. I mean is is Battle just going to be relied on as a scorer? That's uh, you know. Or is he going to bring more than that to this team? Does he have a leadership yeah. capacity to him? Um, you know, yeah. there's uh, there's guys on Huntington Beach's team. Um, it, it's not like one star player or whatever, but, um, you know, uh, Jonathan Price coming back as their shooting guard, um, the, the best scorer mm-hmm. they have returning. Um, even Daniel Provo, who came off the bench for them last year at, at shooting guard, Tristan Stewart, who you talked about that said should be starting. Um, they've got some guys uh, mm-hmm. that could make an impact. Yeah, yeah. I think those are good. I mean, uh, all guys I would have mentioned. Um, I think Tyreek Fierro can be a little bit under um, seen. What's the word? Underrated. Underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I know he was highly recruited in Conference 8. Um and so, yeah, I think you mentioned a lot of good guys. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, predictions for this group. I think this group is really interesting pretty well. It is, yeah. And, I mean, it's it's pretty balanced, honestly. All of these teams, I think, could make a run. I, again, I'm not looking at schedules here. That's going to be your job. Um, yep. But I, Deal. at the risk of beginning to sound like a broken record, uh, Hershey has the most talent. <laughs> Um, but mm-hmm. I think Huntington Beach wins the group because of their experience. Two straight Sweet 16s. Um, you're returning your backcourt. Those are just huge factors mm-hmm. in an early season tournament like this. Um, whereas, yeah, Zach Whitmer is probably the player of the group, if you had to name one right now, without mm-hmm. ever seeing him step mm-hmm. on the floor. Um, I'm super excited to watch Hershey. Uh, I think that both Phoenix and Blacksburg can be competitive. But Blacksburg lost so much. Phoenix doesn't have much of an identity. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna take Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am narrowing it down to Hershey and Huntington Beach as well, even based on the schedule. So I think Phoenix has the hardest schedule. Blacksburg has a pretty hard schedule as well. Um, and then I think that my dog is snoring. That's incredible. Up, I don't dog? know if you guys hear that. But I think um, – I said, dog, what up, dog? Said? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Side note, real and quick. then so her. Um, I asked. We were getting ready for dinner a couple nights ago. I asked my four-year-old if she wanted up dog for dinner. Yes. I said, hey, do you want some up yeah. dog for dinner? She goes, no. Like, come on. <laughs> That's amazing. I tried your joke. What was it? The uh, what did you text me the other I don't day? Know. Uh, Myla he. You're like, hey, did you see what happened with Myla he? I tried Myla that on my wife. Yeah, my la ha ha. Um, yeah, uh, also side note with uh, Updog. Sorry, I know this is really riveting for you guys. But um, I once, for those of you who are Survivor fans, I, uh, Rupert Boneham, who is like a Survivor legend, once posted something about um, a Survivor 
that on the season that we were watching and I replied, Hey Rupert, like, don't you think he has a case of the up dog? And he replied, what's up dog. And it was just like, it was the dream. So for survivor fans, if you know who Rupert is, it's hilarious. I'm but gonna give anyways, up. I'm going to um, stop. What? I'm going to work harder. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I am leaning to Huntington beach here as well. I actually think that their schedule is slightly easier than Hershey's. Hershey um, has Lansing and Montpelier and Salt Lake City as their uh, out-of-region uh, games. And then Huntington Beach also has hard Eugene Mobile, who just had a – no, wait. Mobile did not have the Final Four run. That was the other Conference 8 team. Uh, and then Ann Arbor. Um, so it's tough, but not as tough as Hershey's. So I am also going to lean Huntington Beach here. But I could see Hershey being an at-large yeah. team. Alrighty. Well, that is going to do it here for the Wallace group. And we will finish up with our last group of cheese here uh, in a couple minutes. Word.